0: Welcome to the Recruitment Mentors Podcast. My name is Hisha Mazuz, and today we have another special and exciting episode as I'm joined by Adam Dale from Sourcebreaker, um, the other amazing partner that we've recently got on board with Recruitment Mentors. So in this short episode, we're just going to find out a bit more about Sourcebreaker, why we excited that we partnered, talk a bit about why so many people love Sourcebreaker, find out what they've got um, on the horizon in terms of the future features and things like that they're, they're going to continue to roll out and support uh, recruits and recruitment businesses with, and also just find out a bit more about Sourcebreaker itself. So um, Adam, before we get into it, if you could introduce yourself and then we'll start going through some of these questions that we've uh, planned out.
1: Yeah. Thanks, mate. Um, and yeah, really, thank you very much for uh, for having me today. Um, so I'm Adam. I'm the CRO and one of the co-founders of Sourcebreaker. Um, we set up the business, wow, five and a half years ago, we were launched um, now. Um, seems to have wow. gone by in a, an absolute blink. Um, the only thing you can tell is I looked a lot younger when we uh, <laughs> first started um, on the old uh, original LinkedIn profile picture. Um Sourcebreaker is an AI matching and robotic automation platform um, that really helps recruiters um, drive revenue within their business, um, whether that's around identifying additional candidates across their CRM CV databases and LinkedIn for jobs they're currently working to make sure they can fill more of those jobs, um, and then we have a whole business development angle to the platform um, that helps people win more um, new business, um, meaning that, that not only can they place more of the jobs that they've already got on, but they can actually win more jobs to to place as well. So all around driving revenue within a uh, recruitment business.
0: Love it. So let's just start really with the backstory. So like, what 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 was Source Breaker when you joined and started this then? So obviously, correct me if I'm wrong, so you started with Steve, Steve Beckett, right?
1: Yeah, so Steve's the original founder. um Um, so he'd been doing it for around 18 months or two years um just getting an mvp um of the product um so the the people who will remember Sourcebreaker from back in the day it was actually a spreadsheet really cool so what happened in this spreadsheet is it sort of had all the little boxes across um the sheet you put in what you were looking for um, and basically what it did is it built out the search string for right. you, it, like formatted the string. And um, we had some like market mapping stuff. We had some like GitHub search. We had all these like little tiny search tools all into what we called the toolkit back then. Um, and um, what we then developed um, in the very first sort of few months was then the, the MVP um, of the, the actual SaaS platform. Um, so when I got involved, um, yeah, we, we had, um, I think it was two clients, um, who were already sort of in, t- in like beta testing. Um, yeah. and yeah, it was just, just a, a really exciting opportunity. Um, Steve and I were introduced actually to, um, each other by a lady called Alex Farrell, um, who was my very first boss at S3. Um, oh, wow. so she was my MD when I joined, um, I was looking to leave, um, my division of S3 at that point, who had been bought by Dice Holdings, who's like a big, uh, American job board company, um, wanted to set up my own business, but I didn't have the idea. So I went to to lunch with Alex. We always kept up ever since she exited the business and she was just like, right, what do you want to do? And I was like, I want to set up my own company, but I just can't quite put together exactly what I want to do. I had a, like a whole little book that I carried around with me with <laughs> business plans in, um, and she was like, "No worries. I just literally met somebody last week who's, you know, starting to take the first rounds of seed funding. I think you two would get on great. Um, you know, he's he's got an MVP of this this product. Um, I think it's got good, you know, good traction that it could get in the recruitment industry. Um, I think you guys should meet for a beer. And that, you know,
0: sort of where it took off from there. I love that. So I guess." Just focusing a bit on the early on period then. So like when you then obviously joined Sourcebreak and then sort of really started to find out what this product could do, like what was you, I guess, most excited about or like what really resonated with you having been a recruiter? You're like, oh my God, like why didn't we have this or why wasn't this? Because I, I had, when um, we did the demo the other week with Vincery and yourselves, I was like, I honestly, like genuinely, I was like, fuck's sake, like why didn't we have this when I was in recruitment? And that was only like three years ago. So like, I guess for you early on then, was you like, what, I don't know, what made you think, oh my God, like what, yeah, why hasn't this? how has this not been made before or how, where did it resonate with you out of interest?
1: Yeah. So I think the biggest thing for it is um, a recruiter's role is so varied. So if you think about it as actually a job, it's it's crazy the amount of different things that a recruiter has to do. Um, And I think one of the most unique things about a recruiter's role is they actually have to create their own product. Imagine being in any other sales role when you had to, like, actually build the chair before you were able to sell it. Like, it's just nuts. <laughs> um, so, um, so one of the things for that is, therefore, there's a load of different types of skills that are needed for a recruiter. Yeah. And quite often, people who are really, really good on the sales side and having communication and, you know, with candidates and clients – They're not as good at the research bit or, you know, the detail of actually building searches. So, you know, that was the biggest thing that resonated with me was, you know, if we can have a platform and build a platform that takes all that heavy lifting away from the recruiter so they can just actually focus on speaking to people. Um, which, you know, I've never met a recruiter who doesn't like speaking to people. Um, <laughs> so uh, so that was the biggest thing that resonated with me is getting away from people, you know, writing out huge Boolean strings and actually just being able to get on the phone.
0: Yeah, and that that's the thing for me. If I think back, basically, like, when I heard the word Boolean and stuff like that, it sort of just intimidated me a bit. And I was like, I just instantly thought, like, I don't know what your journey with was it or the people that you manage and stuff, but it's something I think you can just assume that you... It can be a bit more complicated than it actually is or it's a bit more difficult than it is. And what I used to do was I used to just basically I was only in the business of like eight people. So I basically just copied like the top billers around me, like what their billion searches were. But and then what that meant is that obviously we were sort of unearthing the same candidates. and we had to compete on that. Do you get what I mean? So I do really feel like no, no one really helps you with that at all really i yeah. think personally not many people don't
1: really understand how search works like yeah it, it is very logical the way it works um but there's a lot of intricacies to it um we actually did a huge data exercise in the very early years so as every person it's probably worth us actually doing it again now um, every yeah. person that joins SourceBreaker platform as a user has to, to supply boolean strings Um, to do it did did something like three years ago and like over 60 percent of the searches that we were sent had errors in so that's thinking there's more searches with errors than there are correct searches and that's never mind when you're even thinking about how many people they're they're missing by not having different variations not having synonyms not doing doing that that's purely just on a formatting error um so yes yeah, so yeah. That's, that's the huge opportunity when you know when somebody really gets search and i suppose that's the big shout out to steve um i'm sure he won't mind me saying it but he's like <laughs> an absolute search nerd really I, he, loves it yeah, yeah he loves it um i've never known someone to love search as much as he does um which is quite yeah. lucky because he's the detail-oriented one and i'm the uh i'm the other
0: yeah yeah and i think yeah, I just think that's, um, I just find that so interesting and something that I wish I had support with early on. So I guess the other part then that I will just be keen to, and I think people would be interested in. So obviously you're, um, still very much on this journey with Sourcebreaker. Like how, what have been some of the biggest learnings so far then? So you are now CRO. Like one, what does that mean? And two, like what have been some of the biggest learnings for you then as you've been growing Sourcebreaker?
1: Yeah. So CRO basically, Chief Revenue Officer means that I have everything to do with. Like customers, so that's from managing the sales team to bringing new customers on board, um, through to then our customer success team um, who manage the accounts, do all the training, um, our account management team that then do all of our renewals um, and everything in between. So that sort of engine, and then running marketing to ensure that you know the the business is represented in the right way, and we're generating leads for um, for the sales team. So that whole sort of commercial engine. Um, it's yeah. really like a CRO's role. Um, I think the biggest learns over the years has just been how the, a business changes so dramatically across yeah. different sizes um, that that you have. Um, so, you know, if we think back to when we were like a, a five-person business four and a half years ago to what we're sat at sort of 65, nearly 70 heads right now, um, that, like the complexity isn't just say we're six to 60, it isn't just 10 times, it's like 50 mm. times by having yeah. that many more people. Um, and I think that's really when people look at like scaling companies, whether it be a, a software company or a recruitment company, that's something that people don't understand at the start a lot of the time, is that it isn't just, yeah, 10 times more complex because you've got 10 times more people. It's like 50 times more complex because there's so many moving parts. Um, and, and the biggest thing really is it's all around the people. At the end of the day, you can have the very best product, you can have the best ideas, but if you don't have the people in the business to be able to execute on it, then you're not going to be successful. So we spend you know, a huge volume of Steve and I's time. Is done on hiring, on like the people management within the organization, because um, they're really the driving
0: force. Yeah, for sure. And then sort of the next thing that I, just, I was just interested in, like, I've um, spoken to a lot of um, recruiters out there that have either use source breaker for some time or have, um, been working with you guys for maybe the last 12, 18 months. And most people I've spoken to have just like, again, had that feeling of like, why didn't we have this before? Or like, it's just a, a really great product. So I guess what, why do you think you've been able to achieve that? Like, why do you think, I know there will be some people out there that may not say source is the best tool out there, but like most people I've spoken to have spoke about it in a really great positive way. So, like, I don't know, just always curious, like, why do you think you've been able to achieve what you have so far from most, I'd say, yeah, most customers I speak to, speaking about yeah. in a really positive way?
1: I think it's a couple of things. Um, one, the fact that we've, like, deeply rooted within the recruitment industry beforehand. Um, yeah. so, you know, it's that recruitment experience um, that means that when we shape the product, we're building tools that, you know, we know are going to be going to be useful um, from yeah. a sort of conceptual standpoint. Then the second bit is just continuous feedback from clients. So, you know, a lot of our features that we have, like right now, are all from, you know, suggestions from users, from clients, things that they want to see. And just be making sure that as a supplier to the industry, you still are very embedded within the recruitment industry. I think um, Mm. a lot of SaaS companies see themselves purely as software companies. And they get too embedded in thinking we're software, we're software, we're software. Whereas the great thing that I love about the recruitment industry is it—it it is a bit of a microcosm in its own thing. Like if you're from mm-hmm. the outside of the recruitment industry, you have no idea what goes on within it. Um, <laughs> so I think that's been one of the key things for us as a, as a success is, you know, we've constantly listened and we haven't gone off on our, you know, our tech journey of wanting to do something. We've actually gone, right, okay. There might be two different ways of doing something and probably what will come on to the end of like the exciting stuff that's coming soon there's probably two different ways of doing it one's a really highly technical way but actually another way is probably more simple but actually is better for the user and it's like okay well you know ultimately if we have happy users to get value from the platform that's the biggest thing that matters
0: yeah i love that i mean yeah look that was gonna be my next question so like so far then on this journey like what from from the feedback and the people that you speak to your users and stuff like what have been some of the the most loved features so far from Sourcebreaker that you always find people sharing with you or talking to you or your team about?
1: Yeah, I, th- I think it it just it depends on which type of business and you know where they are in their their cycle. And um, but we can talk about it in probably two halves. So the first one being like the candidate side of it. And um, the best feedback that we just get constantly. Um, is you know, people finding candidates when they start using sourcebreaker in their own CRM system that they just didn't know about
0: um, how so- annoying how annoying would that be to like just, <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: how did i not see this candidate or know that candidate was on there that is yeah okay
1: that is nuts because so we've just done um we've just gone live with um a huge like multinational one of the, like top 4 um agencies in the world and um yeah, there was a, a consultant there wrote a, yeah, wrote us a message saying, I've been doing my market at the same business for 12 years and I've just found candidates in our CRM that I just didn't know existed. <laughs> um, so that's uh you know, that's, that, nuts. that's nuts. Um so that's a, that's a, a key thing. Um the other thing is just being able to really speed up that search um for it is you know, if you think about real top billers, um the biggest thing that you're going against as a as a top bill of is time. Um, mm. you know, being able to fit everything in. So any little part of the process that can just speed you up, you know, even if it's, you know, building a search manually would take you 15 minutes, but with SourceBreaker, it's two. You know, all of those marginal gains throughout the day and throughout the week yeah. all all add up. So from a search standpoint, it's always identifying candidates they've never seen before and saving a huge amount of time. And then for companies who are very BD focused, um, is just you know the the, the availability of that data. Um, so being able to track companies, being able to find jobs at their their clients. Um, we quite often get a lot of feedback. Um, I suppose it's it's quite similar to the the candidate stuff of you know they've actually got clients or people they work with who've got jobs live that they see from Sourcebreaker, but they don't you know um, get given access to them by the client. Um, yeah, we, yeah. Had a story, we had a story on one of our competitions. So we run quarterly competitions on the platform um, where users can submit um, like their wins. And we nice. have one of, one of the uh, competitions each quarter is actually for the best story. So you've got to right, tell nice, the you whole know, story of how, how it all came about. And they were actually head-to-head with another agency. Um, and by the time the other agency had been told about the job, the agency using Sourcebreaker already had four candidates uh, interview because <laughs> they were ahead using our automation stuff. So um, it's really yeah. cool to hear all these little stories every um, yeah every single month. And yeah, for anybody who's listening to the pod, if you follow us on um, on Instagram, then you'll see each each month we post like the the winner story. Um, oh, yeah, I really love cool. that. Like, uh, I love the recruitment war stories. Like so, yeah, you know, it's never yeah. it's never a straight line, to is it? I just found the candidate, no, until... the client. And that was a placement. There's always like some sort of thing. Yeah, going some crazy on.
0: things going on. Yeah. I think for me, when I um, like to bring it for context for me, the things that really stood out for me was, I would say most recruiters like would spend the first part of their day in their daily plan, like just having a real quick look on, right, I'm going to do my normal search. that will unearth the types of skill sets and people that I want to see on job boards and all the relevant places. Um, see if there's anyone new coming up on there. Sourcebreaker can pretty much, yeah, just like make that even better and also you can have a really simple view of like all the typical places that you would go in and search individually in one place i thought that would have saved me so much fucking time basically um then the other thing which i thought was really good was then yeah like the bd side where all of a sudden like you've worked so hard to get this candidate on an exclusive relationship you know their skill set you know most Uh, companies in your sector like would be after someone with this sort of skill set and obviously you know who you could spec him into and these types of things but with Sourcebreaker you can instantly see the jobs that match up with that person's skill set and instantly again unearth more opportunities and jobs that you can spec that um, person into right and I thought fucking hell that's again just would have saved so much time and again, you can see it all in one place. So there were just two things that really resonated with me when I think of my typical day and how I would have utilized it that I think a lot of people could benefit from as well.
1: Yeah, and I think so. that's, that's the key to it is it's, you know, we've designed the platform and built it for recruitment workflows. So yeah. it, it's not, you know, this 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 sort of software product that you, you, know, you just have to use in one certain way. You know, you can do the, you know, we call that reverse engineering. They're like flipping a candidate skill set into the platform to then be able mm. to match them to jobs um, or the other way around, you know, flip the, uh, yeah, flip the, the job to, to find candidates. Um, yeah. that's, that's probably a good um, segue into talking about like the sort of the future. Yeah, um, yeah, sure. Because I think that, that's, um, that is really what we are now um, working towards. So towards the end of the year, we're going to have this in beta. And then towards um, the start of next year, it'll be, you know, really starting to go live, which is our like automated matching feature. Um, and what you can do in SourceBreaker at the moment is you can do all of this but it's very much activated by the user so if you've got a candidate that you want to do what you were just talking about the reverse engineer you have to read their you know read their job spec uh, sorry their their cv and like type in what you're what you know what they've got so you type in their job title type in their skills and and then flip it for jobs what you're going to be able to do um at the end of the year is just drop that candidate cv into the platform the platform will automatically pull all the oh. skills out of it nice. and run the search for for the jobs so it's really going to start to automate that matching process and, and you know where we see the future of it is actually every time you upload a job or a candidate into your crm system SourceBreaker in the background is automating that sort of That first search, so it's almost, Mm. you know, you would go as a recruiter to create a short list. What Sourcebreaker will do is pre-create a long list already. So all all as the recruiter you need to do is come in, speak to the long list to then work out your short list. And it's just, you know, creating that next step um, that speeds you up. Um, And, you know, it's going to allow recruiters to work a huge more volume of of jobs. Yeah, um, and just more efficiently. Yeah. And really concentrate their efforts on those, you know, what I call those high value interactions. You know, yeah. a recruiter spending ages going through a thousand CVs when actually if they built their search correctly, they could only get they could get to 50. Um, isn't a high value interaction. Then, you know, having a really detailed call with a hiring manager to make sure that they've spec'd the job and they've got all the you know, fully qualified the job correctly that's a really high value interaction so what we want to do is get rid of the you know the the unvaluable bits and get the recruiters just doing that high value stuff
0: yeah I love that and I think correct me if I'm wrong but when um you we uh, did that um walk through the other uh, week I think I saw like the the beta banner on it but I thought what was really interesting as well was then the um insights that you've been sharing with your users as well so like like the to average salaries like the people, obviously, companies that have got investment stuff like that. Is that is that something that you're putting more into as well?
1: Yeah. Or is so that the, already live? Yeah. So the Intel centers live for all users at the moment. Um, yeah. The salary data stuff's in in beta. For, it can be used for anybody in the UK um, at the moment, nice. and then in, international will be uh, will be build, building out. Um, but yeah, that funding data there is insane. Um, so what we're able to do for those who you know who haven't. Uh, got access to Sourcebreaker is find all the latest funded companies and this works anywhere in the world um you can segment by industry you can segment by the rounds of funding they've got so you can go, really yeah. get to your market um and it it then because of the Sourcebreaker bd platform with the jobs we actually can then link those two things together so you can see the companies that have taken rounds of funding but then also have live jobs and the key thing oh. to that is, it answers like those two core questions: is is the company hiring, and what they're hiring for, and two, can they afford to use our recruitment services? Because at the end yeah. of the day, you know, the best recruiters, it's you know, it's it's not a it's not a cheap fee. It's a you know, it's a specialist service that you're offering as a recruiter. Um, so, and because they've just taken you know two million pound in funding, three million pound in funding you know, that they, you know, they've got that investment to be able to, um, to spend. And yeah, we're going to really be pushing on on that over the next um, sort of 12, 18 months. Um, and most crucially, that was something that really powered our clients during the pandemic. Um, because yeah. you know, a lot of their maybe more traditional companies that they worked with had turned the tap off overnight Night. on hiring. But the companies that were taking, you know, startup scale ups that were taking big rounds of funding, they still had to grow this pandemic hmm. or no pandemic so a lot of our um, you know agencies that worked with us actually had a bit of a flip during during that time to start working with more of those you know those fast growing companies
0: yeah uh, yeah honestly I would say most smart obviously not every recruiter is going to want to work or be focused on that sort of uh, scale up market, but I'd say most smart recruiters would spend a lot of time reading industry content like going to the places where they can find out that information and then like the context and how people use it in a smart way is that that's their reason for calling or they'll use that in the bd outreach that hey notice that you just got investment da, 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 all these types of things and i'd say there'd be loads of stories of recruiters that got in with that client at that sort of stage worked on two three jobs did a really great job and that client then ended up being one of their big accounts because they ended up Hiring 30, 40, 50 people. So I think it's that like the people that the recruiters have got really smart with BD, they've got really good at sort of taking in information and using that in their outreach. Um, do do you know what I mean? That's definitely what I found. And I think that that that's super valuable. Yeah,
1: and it's it's just differentiating yourself from, you know, there's you know, there's thousands and thousands of people calling every single hiring manager now. Um, you know, I think the recruitment industry's never been so competitive um and yeah you, know, you need to have that thing that stands out and if that's a, a little bit of data that you can offer them um you know the salary data stuff for example we had a client that won like a load of exclusive jobs because what they saw is that a company was moving from london their uh, tech hub, to manchester yeah and what they did is they saw like a whole list of roles advertised on Sourcebreaker for that manchester location um and what they did is just use our salary data to opt to say that all the salaries that they should be offering for every single role and almost packaged it like an an info pack, sent it to the hiring manager Mm. just as a, FYI, you're used to paying London salaries, but this is what you should be paying in Manchester. Here's a piece of information. You know, if you need any help, give us a shout. Um, And actually the hiring manager called them back up and said, this is incredible. Like we had no idea all of this information. Like (laughs) they got that whole project of work.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, that's big. And as, as you said, it's definitely it definitely will make you stand out because it's it's the it's the research it's the homework that you're showcasing that again shows that credibility shows that you're different and you're putting in that upfront work before you even start to try and build a relationship um i think so love that so i guess as we um come to the end here i think um basically for obviously part of this partnership means that anyone that listens to this podcast can get some exclusive savings on Sourcebreaker. So um, I know we're going to get a few things sorted out, but if you are listening to this and want to find out more about Sourcebreaker, then you can go directly to their uh, website and you can um, request a demo. And if you reference recruitment mentors, we're going to get a landing page set up to make that really easy to do. Then you'll be able to get um, some savings on this product. Um, But I guess before we finish then, like what, what are the sort of, Main problems that you and Sourcebreaking are going to continue to really focus on solving and trying to support recruiters with. Then,
1: yeah. So I think um, the next real journey for for recruitment is is all around automation. Um, yeah. You know, it's it is the biggest buzzword out there at the moment. Um, but the reason for it is because it's going to be so crucial. Um, the recruitment process is, you know, such a such a detailed and heavy steps like process that they have to go through. So yeah. it's absolutely rife for automation. So, you know, we want to see loads of new automation tools coming into um, coming into SourceBreaker. Um, but I think the the core thing that I'm really excited about for the for the shift in the market at the moment is you know, is still our, our core focus back to what we you know what we started as five and a half years ago, which is finding people additional candidates. Because mm. you know we've come through the pandemic now, fingers fingers crossed. You know it's always don't make a don't make a prediction because you're going to be wrong, isn't it? Um, <laughs> time, time stamp this podcast, <laughs> uh, but fingers crossed, we're on our way out. And you know I think actually candidate availability is going to be even less than ever um, because that's definitely you
0: know, what we continue to hear. Like there's so many jobs, and that's what we continue here at the moment. It's been a real shift. Like people were crazy busy.
1: Yeah. And and ultimately, it's finding candidates, you know, there's going to be a lot of people who have a propensity to not move as much, because, you know, they've just come Mm. through this pandemic, if their company looked after them, what happens if you go to somewhere new, and then you're the new person, something else happens, there's all of these things going on um, at the moment. So candidate availability is going to be harder than ever. So you know, what I'm really excited is to just continue on that path of, you know, identifying people that recruiters are just missing at the moment through search.
0: Love that. So, look, final question. What what's the touching What what's the ultimate goal for Sourcebreaker then? What's the, uh, the vision?
1: Ultimate goal um, is to be the global leader in um, AI driven talent matching. Um, so, you know, next for us is really turning the company international. Um, so, we're mm. about to launch in the US just before um, just before COVID. Um, but yeah, that's that's going to be on the plans as soon as travel um, as soon as travel over opens up. Um, nice. Then we've got you know eyes on um, uh, next year, um, probably end of next year towards um, the start of the year after um, opening up in Australia as well. So um, yeah, the key thing for us now is you know we've got a, you know we've got a, a, I think hopefully um, people who agree a really good reputation in the UK market, um, and we've sure. got a lot of international agencies that that utilise us. But you know, I think the next step for us is to become a you know a, a global um, business internally, and then externally is just to continue to create incredible products that our users love. Um, you know, that's the that's the main mission when it comes to actually building product. Is you know all of these stories that we get from these placements and things like that is to just continue to be that tool that helps recruiters win against other people.
0: Love it, and been. Um... Really enjoyed this. Absolute pleasure to have SourceBreaker on board. And um yeah, just really excited to continue to see how SourceBreaker evolves and continues to help recruiters. So um thanks for coming on the pod.
1: No worries. Cheers for having me, mate.